Are we supposed to clap or something? Hey, Brian, hey Brian get in here. Come on in. That <clears throat> didn't sound... So many I need closure. Because yeah. that didn't sound like you finished the... <laughs> what am I supposed to That sounded finish? like a mid-throat clear. Oh, hello. No. It's an audio podcast. It's the Sasquatch. I'm opening another beer. Patrick, this is I fun. I know. I should probably <laughs> go get one as well. Welcome to the podcast. The most random podcast on all the internet. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is Thursday, November 27th, 2014. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners out there. Thanks for joining us tonight. If you're joining us via your home or via the car, we're just thankful that you are spending Thanksgiving with us here at the podcast. I am Patrick, your host broadcasting live from the Pat Lana Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm not alone, as always, in Chattanooga. Say hello. Hello, my name is Dr. Kenny Sheltonov. Happy Thanksgiving, Patrick. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. What are you doing on this glorious Thanksgiving? I am uh, preparing a fine feast uh, here in the Poontoon Studios. We gathered all the old Patcast friends. Now let me ask you, what are you cooking on the Poontoon? studios boat this evening we're having ham mm. there's not an ounce of turkey on this boat because as you all find out later i have an extraordinary disdain for turkey especially when it's served on thanksgiving now i cannot wait to hear why you feel this way it's going to be very intriguing you're not going to want to miss out on this great segment later in our broadcast that's what we call a tease in the biz. Yes, just teased you all on mm. Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving tease, not just an ordinary one. It was a Thanksgiving tease, and we should all be thankful for that. I am thankful for that. It's a good You stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I went too far ahead on the script. Stepping on my toes. It's just kidding. We're unscripted here at the podcast. We've never used a script. That's true. We wrote one one time, but never used it. Yeah, it just didn't work. So, so who all is on the boat this evening? Oh boy, we've got the whole we've got the whole crew. We've got uh, the, the 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 classics, the Pat classics with Pat, Pat Matt classics. Matt Davis and Tyler Mullins, uh, Brian Bice, who's a bit of a blast from the past. Who hasn't been on in a while? Right, and uh, there's also uh, some uh, less familiar faces. Garen Thomason, the uh, never heard of him. The gentle prince of East Ridge. He uh, he's <sighs> he's on the boat. He brought he brought potato salad. Which we had already made mashed potato. Nobody taught. He insisted on bringing the potato set, but we, he wasn't worried. He didn't care. That's all he. That's all he felt confident making. Why do I have a feeling that the gentle prince never gets the memo? He lives in his own little world, Patrick. Sounds like we've got a new guest that has wandered into the studios over in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Doctor Kenny, who we got? This is the man, the myth, the legend, the gentle prince of East Ridge. <gasps> Garen Thomason. Garen. Wow. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's good to have you on the podcast. I am thrilled and excited, and an on it is an honor to be on the show. Well, it's an honor to have a prince like you on our show today. Even though you were on our, sh our show once before for a brief second, it was our uh, 50th episode. I, I thought it was the 50th year, but no. close enough. Yeah. Okay, cool. Might as well. It's felt like 50 years. I wanted to have you on. I, well, first of all, did you enjoy dinner? Oh, of course I did. I love Thanksgiving dinner. Why do you like Thanksgiving dinner? Because of the turkey, man. 
Seriously? Oh, uh, yeah. We've had this conversation before. You're the big ham guy. If you really want Dr. Kinney's thoughts on turkey, you're going to have to stick around for a segment later in our broadcast. Yeah, turkey uh, Turkey is uh, Thanksgiving and uh, Thanksgiving only. You don't eat turkey during any other time of the year, right? So Yeah, and that's the problem. If we would eat turkey at any other time of the year, it would make complete sense as to why we would worship turkey on a particular day of the year. But the fact that it only gets eaten once a year is, I think, a testament to how poor of a meat it is. I don't think it's a, a poor meat. I mean, you eat, the reason you don't eat ham on Thanksgiving is because you eat ham through the whole year, right? You eat a ham sandwich. You may eat a turkey sandwich every once in a while, but most of the time, so, it's uh, turkey on Thanksgiving. So your reason for not eating ham on Thanksgiving is that when you eat ham, you eat this delicious meat every other day of the year. Yeah. Why would we eat it on this one <clears throat> celebratory day? A ham sandwich is something that I grew up with, I guess. Uh, turkey sandwich is not, so... Turkey is special to me. Then why don't you eat it any other day of the year? Because it's a laboring process. <laughs> it's a laborious process that nobody has perfected, by the way. No, I'm convinced yes, they that, have now. I, I'm convinced that no housewife knows how to actually cook a turkey. Uh, because housewives <laughs> don't know how to fry a turkey. That's they've perfected it. It's called deep frying. I did it last week. It's perfect. Is it perfect? Yeah. Perfect, uh, like the perfect version of a turkey. Or, like, the perfect meal. No, it's the perfect version of a turkey. That's right. Uh, because it's lipstick on a pig, Garen. Dr. Kenny, there was a main reason why you wanted Garen on our show today, correct? The main reason I wanted to have you on was because of your personal... You have, a, uh, I think, a greater passion for the Thanksgiving holiday than most other people I know. And uh, I think a lot of that passion is directed... Uh, or or is, is, is directed toward your offense, which is taken with how Thanksgiving has seemed to become more of an afterthought in our society. You think Thanksgiving gets skipped? Yes, and it's it's getting worse. Just for a fact, this year there's several stores opening on Thanksgiving Day, uh, which to me uh, is not fair to you or the person you're going to shop from or whatever because you're taking away them from their family as well as you're taking away yourself from your family. Wait, so, this is your problem with Thanksgiving? I didn't think that was your problem with Thanksgiving. I never heard you take this very serious moral stance on that you're te that we're tearing apart the fibers of the American family. I thought your excuse was you like the Thanksgiving season. You consider it a season in and of itself and you don't like that we started going from Halloween to Christmas. Thanksgiving would be kind of hard to have its own season because you're not really, the only preparation is cooking for it really. You're not, it's not like Halloween where you're having to get your costume ready or whatever and Christmas. But yeah, I think Thanksgiving is being lumped in with Christmas now, which is unfair to Turkey Day. If I, I please don't call it that. <laughs> but if you, if am I not correct? Now we talked about this back at Halloween. It is our belief that Halloween parades should end with a giant turkey? Yes. As though to usher in the Thanksgiving season. Yes, Halloween parades. Just as you know, and everyone's watched uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. By the way, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Uh, Thanksgiving is in the title is the only thing that has to do with Thanksgiving in that parade because all you see when the parade starts is a bunch of Christmas crap and then you see Santa at the end and that's it. I think they have a turkey in the middle of it, but that's it. Anyways, I, I do love that Macy's 
who is more or less the unofficial mayor of Thanksgiving in this country, essentially declares Thanksgiving over by like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yes, yep. it does. Uh, but most people are eating at one or two anyways, and then their Thanksgiving is over, which it's been that way for a long time. But now we're we're just trying to not even let people eat. We're just opening the stores and, hey, just come shop on Thanksgiving. You know, one day they'll probably move the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade, sorry, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, to the day before Thanksgiving. And then what are they going to call it? Can't call it Thanksgiving Day Parade, can they? I, no, I don't know. I haven't thought about this. Well, I have because it's a fear of mine. It's a genuine fear. <laughs> it's, it's not a fear, but it's it could happen. I, I have a counterpoint to this. I don't think that uh, all these stores opening, yeah, it puts a sort of a cramp in their style. And, you know, depends on when these stores are opening. But honestly, you say this like people aren't enjoying thanksgiving at all like people people still get together on thanksgiving like i don't think thanksgiving is getting ruined or looked over or anything people still get together and eat on thanksgiving because nobody eats it nobody eats at eight o'clock on thanksgiving anyway some of these stores are opening at like uh, three or four or five yeah that's so well after thanksgiving dinner if the store opens at, at three o'clock someone that works there is going to have to be there at what two or earlier so they got to rush Maybe they could eat Thanksgiving breakfast and then get ready and then they have to go. That's home. what Thanksgiving dinner feels like anyway, is Thanksgiving breakfast. It's way too early in the day, and I wish it would be moved later. And I don't, I'm don't. i not going to talk to you about this. I think I'm going to talk to Brian and Tyler about this because I know they feel very strongly about it. It bugs the hell out of me when we eat on Thanksgiving. You think it should be later? Yeah. Well, there's something we agree upon. Now, before we get into our next song, I've heard that there is a really cool story behind your name. If anybody didn't catch this, it's Garen. Right. Which is a fascinating name for one major reason, because number one, it sounds completely normal. Like if you go up to somebody and you just say, my name's Garen, it's like, oh, hey. But then like after a beat, you start to realize, I don't know anybody else named Garen. It's a weird name. It's not weird in that it's unnatural, but it's weird in that it's not common. Uh, yes, that's true. I've met one Garen before in my entire life. It was a girl. How'd she spell it? Uh, G-A uh, with... I think it was just with one R. Mine is, by the way, G-A-R-R-O-N, which is the correct way. My name was, uh, I, I got my name, uh, of course, from my mother, who uh, the inspiration behind it was Elvis uh, had a... Costello? Elvis Presley, the right. only Elvis there is. Uh, anyways, Elvis Presley had a stillborn twin. Uh, his middle name was Garen. It was G-A-R-O-N, though. My mom added the R for some reason, but... You just got done saying yours is the correct way to spell it. <laughs> I did, didn't I? That was just after well, you said you met a girl who spelled it the way Elvis's I, mother I spelled it. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not certain that it was spelled with one R. Yeah, that's where my mom got the inspiration uh, uh, to name uh, or to name me Garen. Uh, so I'm named after Elvis's stillborn twin. I love that story. For so many reasons. Number one, I think it's appropriately obscure. Because, like, I don't think obscure for the sake of obscurity should be discouraged. But when you get when you get sort of a, a lesser-known fact about an otherwise very well-known subject, I think you've struck the right balance. So when you've got, like, a, somebody as famous as Elvis. And it, also the morbid nature of it. It's, it's a little morbid. You're named after a stillborn yeah. baby, Garen. Yeah. That's yeah. a little morbid. And I love that, too. You know Elvis's middle name was... Aaron, yes. So, but what was the what was his twin's first name? Pelvis? No, it was uh, Jesse. <laughs> By the way, my first name is John, and growing up, I wanted to be called John. Why? Uh, because uh, I thought Garen was 
weird and just, you know, when you're younger, you kind of want to be like everybody else. I was told once that I look like a John. I could see that. That was Morgan who, a podcast veteran. Tis true, Dr. Kenny, tis true. So anyway, uh, it was great having you on. Hey. As I've just been told uh, uh, about 30 seconds ago, Dr. Kenny has just told me that uh, two people have joined him at the uh, Poontoon Studios. Dr. Kenny, who is with you? Yeah, so uh, I was I was here in the studio. I was trying to get people out of the dining room uh, to come talk, and I uh, found none other than our old friend uh, Tyler Mullins. And uh, Oh, boy. Tyler, feel free to say hello. Hello. <laughs> and uh, and I, also <laughs> got, I also got the Frenchman Brian Weiss. Boom. Oh my! <laughs> uh, it's been a while since uh, both of you have, have been on the podcast. Long time no see, Tyler. When was the last time you were on? I'm sure you have the date right there. Yeah, it's uh, it's right here. <laughs> Tyler, if oh, you do you want me to read it, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you can't find it in your notes, I'll just tell you it was a year and two days ago. But for Brian, it's been even earlier. Yeah, even longer. Probably like 2011. Probably 2011. Yeah. I already said that, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Brian, what uh, what's happened in your life since 2011? A baby and a half. Are you thankful for those babies? <laughs> yeah. That's what this episode's all about. I'm thankful. Well, I'm thankful, and I want to say congrats to you, because I don't know that I've told you. Thank you. Thanks. I give you thanks for that. Congratulations. Yes. I have a much better uh, relationship with the baby that is already born, um, because I can interact with that child. The other one is just strictly, at this point, a parasite that makes my wife sick all the time. I get that, man. I understand that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, the baby like is... Like a tapeworm. Like a tapeworm. Oh, you should get that. It's removed. a tapeworm that I'm supposed to be really excited about. And in, in, in the theoretical, I am. I recognize that when I meet this child, I will give thanks for it. But in the meantime... Just a parasite. When, uh, with an estimate, when will you be meeting this child? I should meet this child in May. 23rd. So we've got a while. Hey, Brian, I want to know what Thanksgiving's like in France. <laughs> we're just gonna cut to the chase this is why dr kenny wanted you here today so it may surprise some listeners to know that thanksgiving is not celebrated in france uh, uh what yeah well this is news to me what? france doesn't believe in jesus <laughs> or indians they uh they just they didn't deem um pilgrims giving smallpox to native americans something that they wanted to celebrate by oh, eating turkey so, yeah, so they don't have a day to celebrate that the cowboys sat down with the native Frenchman <laughs> and, like, eat a duck or something? Uh, no. Or a muffin? Mm-mm. But, however, on April Fool's Day, they do actually sneak fish into each other's bags. Yeah, I heard about this. And it's usually, it at school, it's usually just, like, a paper cutout of a fish. But every once in a while, some smart kid will bring a fish from the market and put it in someone's bag. I saw it happen many a time. Uh, so that's kind of like Thanksgiving. Right. It's kind of a tired joke right now, though. Is it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I just told it. Oh, because you're, you mean Cause, you're... Because I was empathizing. He's empathizing with, with the French, the French yeah. Yeah. Encore avec les poissons. Hey, that, Words <laughs> right out of my mouth, exactly. man. You said something about soda. <laughs> soda tastes bad when we lived in france we did celebrate thanksgiving including um if you can think back this far a mailed vhs tape of a football game 
No kidding. American football. Yeah. So we would have all the expats that we knew, all the Americans in Paris. We would have them over to the house. Uh huh. And we'd make a pretty traditional turkey dinner. What game was it? Just a game. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a any game that would run that weekend because it was it had to be mailed to us. Well, you're right, but I mean, like, was it an NFL game? Or? Yeah, it would be an NFL game, probably with the Rams. Why with the Rams? Because we lived in Missouri before we went to Paris. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I was there. I remember watching from the Missouri side. During that fateful Super Bowl. Yes. When the Titans tried real hard. Well, I was going to say, when enough. were you in France, years-wise? Years-wise. I was there in uh, the late 80s. Okay. And then the early 2000s. Okay. I was going to say, because the Rams only moved to St. Louis in 1995. That's right. The thing is, the the football game was really purely uh, background noise for soporific effects. We right. would put it on after lunch and Dad would fall asleep. Yeah, absolutely. That was, I mean... I get that. I don't think Otherwise, it, he wouldn't have slept that day. I don't think so. Was it difficult to acquire all the traditional ingredients in a American Thanksgiving in France? Or Yes. Yeah. What was hard to find? Well, name some things. What's a traditional Thanksgiving? Cranberry sauce. Um, I don't think we had cranberry sauce. Uh, there's a great scene in Shadowlands with Anthony Hopkins. Mm -hmm. And this is in England, obviously. But uh, he has some American guests, and he goes to his little cook lady and says... Could you lay your hands on some cranberry sauce? And she says, what's that? And he says, in kind of his Anthony Hopkins way, I imagine it's a sauce made from <clears throat> cranberries. And she says, well, Mr. Lewis, if you can find some cranberries, I'll sauce them. <laughs> and then he walks away and fails to find cranberries because they're not native to England. Yes, true. True. Too true. Too true. That's that story. That's very fascinating stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. See, this is why I wanted to have him on. Absolutely. The good thing about Thanksgiving in France, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the best thing about it. Okay. You, you know, maybe it's not so traditional, but it is pretty um, ubiquitous, I think, is like the two or three big old bottles of like Diet Coke and like Diet Dr. Pepper, whatever, that like sit on the, on the, on the counter. Right. You know, with your Red Solo cups or your yeah. eyeball glasses or whatever. Now, in France, a pretty good bottle of wine is literally cheaper at the grocery store than one of those two liters. Right. So that got that that was more what happened. Yeah, I give thanks for that. Is it weird to anybody else how early we eat on Thanksgiving? I think it's weird that we eat at like two o'clock or one o'clock. Yeah, or it's something. like an all day thing. Something in it's between. It's almost as if if you just didn't wake up at four in the morning to start cooking a turkey and waited till like nine. Right. We could eat dinner. At yeah, a we could just hour. have dinner. I wish we could do Thanksgiving leftovers for Thanksgiving because I always like it better. Just. When you just eat it by yourself and you're, you, know, you don't have to do the family thing? Yeah, correct. When no. You put, <laughs> no, it's better when you put, them all, put, it, put it all in a plate, which the plate's way too small. Yeah. Right. And to fit everything. Yeah. And then it goes home and in the fridge. And yeah. then you open and you get it the next day. And there's like a layer of sauce underneath from everything. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes. that's the gravy. It's, <laughs> the, it's like you, cranberries. And then you just put everything between two slices of bread. Mm -hmm. And you, uh, you, eat you, it. you nuke it. I just, I have always enjoyed that meal more. Right. I get that. Turkey's always cold. Like See, I try to split it. Spaghetti. Yeah. I I try to split it, and by the way, we'll have our a very candid conversation on turkey coming up later in the episode. Yeah, be sure to stay tuned for that. We've been teasing the hell out of these segments. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. we'll all just um, gobble it all up. Ooh! Oh, Got him! Got him! Oh, man. <laughs> it's going to be another four years before you guys have me back. Here's what I want to know. Who came up with the times of like when you have to eat? Does that trace back to like the pilgrims? Is there some sort of like handbook? It says you have to start eating at two. No, I yeah, think it's because after five they after five they start slaughtering each other. So you have to eat mm -hmm. early. I, 
I think so. Yeah, I think no. I think every grandmother just decided this is all you're yeah. eating today. Yeah, I'm already tired. I'm going to bed at four. I'm putting this meal in the least convenient part of the day. <laughs> you can't eat anything before; you'll spoil your appetite. You can't a, eat anything after. There you're are stuck. a lot of times of the day when people eat, like between anywhere between seven and like ten o'clock. You yeah. can reasonably have breakfast. A lot. Yeah, a lot of it. Eleven like, and one thirty, you can have lunch. Four to nine, you can have dinner. Yeah. Two o'clock. But there is no a nether region eats. when no one eats. No one eats. <laughs> um, a lot of it in my family, like we, because we do <clears throat> two o'clock every year. Right. For at least 25 years. Yeah. And most of that, I feel like, is all of my aunts and their kids, or both of my aunts and, and their kids. All two all of them. All two of them. Every and their kids. The like, we eat. They've been up, like, since four cooking something right we eat early and then they all leave so they can go wait in line <laughs> for black friday shopping which isn't even really an option now right because to do that you would just have to give up thanksgiving who likes thanksgiving i love thanksgiving okay craig They'll hates turkey represent i love anything that demonstrates a sense of occasion i'll okay. take anything that is an excuse to get people together i love weddings i love funerals i love any sort of like reunion. I love anything that gets a lot of people in the same room, especially if it's a bunch of people who know each other, but don't actually hang out. Don't see each other very often. Yeah. That's my favorite is when it's a bunch of acquaintances. That's what's so great about weddings and funerals is you get a bunch of people who haven't seen each other in a long time or people who know of each other, but don't actually hang kind out. Kind of like this right here. What's happening here on the podcast. Absolutely. That's what the podcast is. Podcast is Thanksgiving. Yeah. I find that to be a very compelling argument in favor of the kind of pomp and ceremony that can sometimes be tiring. Right. Because it is, it's, uh, I mean, it goes all, I mean, you know, if you want to get kind of bombastic about it, it goes all the way back. Like, certain times of year, you do certain times of things. Yes. Before there was Christmas, there was the Roman Saturnalia, where yeah, they would right. celebrate uh, the coming spring at the very depth of winter. You all get together and be like, it's dark and cold, but everything's going to be okay. Let's yeah. eat. So I, I completely <laughs> concede that point, that it's it's worth the, the, uh, inconvenience at times of mm -hmm. tradition because it's a very effective gathering point yeah i think that's absolutely valid right and i and and same reason applies to christmas but it, there's an extra level of it because the best part about christmas is not only the sense of occasion but also the community participation yes i love that everybody just decides we're all going to do this <laughs> at christmas time yeah. everybody's hanging lights Everybody's getting trees. Everybody's out hustling, bustling, and you know it. It actually works sometimes when someone is being a jerk, or you're in an argument, and you say, "Come on, guys, it's Christmas." <laughs> yeah. Is there another time of year like, "Come on, guys, it's July Fourth"? <laughs> like that wouldn't help stop a fight. No. Nope, you know that would know. be like exactly. Exactly. Guns. I'm going to be independent. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's true. Like that's an occasion that everyone is signed on the dotted line. Like yes, I concur. Yeah, we're all just sort of day. going along with. We're all going to behave around we're this time be of year. Kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say um, the well, sense of it. occasion. Yeah. Aspect of things. Matt and I were really reaching one year. Uh -huh. Matt. Matt. Fred. Tyler. Davis. Um, it was Leap Day. Matt Fred Ty Dave. <laughs> How come we've never called him that? Matt Fred Ty Dave. Um, it was Leap Day, and we were like, we're going to get sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and so we banded together and had some sushi on Leap Day. <laughs> 
And it was grand. It's beautiful. And they didn't charge us full price, and it was a leap day miracle. <laughs> now, I was just dragged in, dra invited into the studio. Yes. So you, this may have been discussed already, but why isn't there more Thanksgiving music? Why don't we start listening? Yeah. Like as soon as November rolls around, we 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 put in the old Bing Crosby Thanksgiving record. Why is that? Oh well, I'll tell you why. I don't put in the Bing Crosby Thanksgiving record because <laughs> Bing Crosby fucking sucks. But. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Bice has left the uh, Poontoon Studios. Um, Poontoon. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Brian, wherever you may be, Thanksgiving does get skipped over, and we did talk about this in the first segment. I don't have a good reason for it. If you have a theory, enlighten us. You could play. You could play Thanksgiving type songs starting November first, leading to Thanksgiving, and then the Christmas music can start being played. The day after Thanksgiving. For sure. Oh, instead of Christmas music being played November 1st? Correct. Is Christmas music being played? Yes. I walked into Belk. It is being played. Day after Thanksgiving, they had the tree up, and the whole mall was decorated for Christmas. Day after Thanksgiving? Or day after Halloween. Day Halloween. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, And they it, were playing it, Christmas music. It happens at the Y. I mean, we already have our Christmas tree up at the Patlana Studios. Where? What's it look like? Describe it to us. It's got ribbons. It's got ribbons. And balls. What? What did you say about Bing Crosby? Oh, yeah, I'm not big on Bing Crosby. That's not a sufficient... That's that's the start of a paragraph. Continue. All right. Um, this is essay time with Dr. Kinney. I think, I think my distaste for Bing Crosby is a combination okay. of um, a natural... And I don't mean like, you know, this is basic human nature, but I mean this is just my natural distaste for that particular type of music okay. combined right. combined okay. with a, a, a annoying sickening oversaturation both of neither music. of which is a support of the opinion that bing crosby sucks what you should have said was bing crosby i didn't say not, you guess what you that's what you said i didn't say bing crosby was the worst I didn't say Bing Crosby was a poor musician or a bad singer or a bad songwriter or a shitty actor. For being literal, all you said was he I sucks. just said that he fucking a... sucks. That what could mean anything. I agree. Okay, I agree. <laughs> I, I misunderstood. By sucks, you meant sings beautifully. He meant the human himself. That's not I mean. what I meant either. That's, <laughs> that's just as bad on the other end of the spectrum. That's, how could you say, Brian, that Bing Crosby sings beautifully? <laughs> Defend that. I how, will. How could you? I will. Go ahead. Voice of an angel. Voice of, <laughs> voice of a very manly Irish angel. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's that's a child. A child beating, blue eyed. Is he a child beater? Apparently, he was a little rough with his kids. I want to yeah. see that. Who wasn't, sure. Brian? Who wasn't in the fifties? I don't know. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> what what cut of shirt would a child beater be? <laughs> it's one of those um. Button-ups with no collar. I think it's a football jersey. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting topical. Surely, okay, surely we can agree on this then. If there was Thanksgiving music, right? if there was someone who could effectively, if we could just do some time travel, if we could resurrect that voice you hate so much, mm -hmm. surely Bing Crosby could record a Thanksgiving music record that would do the trick, right? We could have more Thanksgiving music if Bing had helped us. I'm sure it's possible, yeah. Yeah, but like, spat off some song titles. Thanksgiving Dinner's Too Early. Let's... By the great Burl Ives. <laughs> <laughs> I'd listen to that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's good stuff. 
Only on vinyl, though. We do a survey of Christmas songs. They're so random. We're talking about Thanksgiving songs. Yeah, but yeah. so the question was how... So What talk, aspects of Thanksgiving would be worth writing about? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Naps. Food. Food. Naps. We need more songs, more songs about Thanksgiving desserts. Speaking of desserts, two years ago, my aunt made the worst fucking pie, custard pie, and I got sick on it. Grandma choked to death on a turkey bone. No, cu cu custard pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're right. You're right. Custard pie. Yeah. So tell, of course I'm right. Tell me that story again. Oh, that was it. Oh, guys, I got the best story. That would no, make... that didn't happen. <laughs> that would make a good story. I mean, a good song, a good Thanksgiving song. That's so any song that has a scenario where your grandmother dies... I think so. Is add a holiday no. or just a holiday figure that's it's goldmine. If if only there was an actual song about custard pie. Oh wait. Have you not heard it? Yes. Oh you have heard it. I haven't heard it. I've heard it. You haven't heard it. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm Craig's assuming. Heard it. Would you like to yeah. hear it right I now, Tyler? Is that your request? I would. It it will you let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> We've got more guests, more great food, and more good times coming up right after our sponsor. The Petcast comes back. More after this next thing. Ils peuvent l'attaquer. Ils peuvent lui juger. Mais ils ne peuvent jamais lui casser. La nation est en danger. Et maintenant, Jacques Bauer est toute seule. La première épisode de 24 commence maintenant. Attention, c'est très violent. You're listening. You're listening to the heedless rambling of Patrick and his friends, better known as the Petcast Crew. Cast. Brian Bice and Tyler Mullins have gone back up to the third deck, correct, Dr. Kenny? Yeah, yeah, they're up top now. Up top now, but uh, but uh, but it sounds like you have another guest joining you in the basement. I do. I found him. I finally found him. The man. It's the man, and it's his birthday today. Yeah, Matt Davis. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy hey, birthday, thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate How, it. Uh, so, is this kind of like a, uh, a, a Thanksgiving slash birthday party you're having on the uh, uh, Poontoon Studios boat this evening? It is. It is a. It's a ruckus party we're having. It's so are people just like throwing drinks at you left and right? Basically. Uh, I'm hoping to get a uh, toga party in the works for later on this evening as Ooh, well. That sounds very exciting. I know. Whew. You know, you often talk about toga parties, but when do you ever actually have one? You uh, know? I've never had a toga to go to. <laughs> a toga. It's a lot of skin. Yes. That's all I can say. Lots of skin. So, did anybody give you a pumpkin pie with candles in it? No. I like pumpkin pie, but I usually prefer cake on my birthday. I understand. I'm a traditional kind of guy. Like a mix. Since it was a mixed party, I didn't know if it was a mixed uh, dessert. Oh, what do you hate about cake? Everything I hate about cake, I share with turkey. It's a horrible, oh my which we're going to find dessert. out in another segment later on in the broadcast. Why Dr. Kinney hates turkey? We've been teasing this all episode, but yeah, of we course. are going to talk about the evils of turkey. <laughs> nice Thanksgiving tease. Wow. At some point in the future, but yeah. uh, no, cake. Cake is an absolutely horrible dessert there's nothing worse than a, a, a disgusting spongy soft moist spongy disgusting moist soft sheet cake okay you've never had good cake at all i've had good cake the good cake doesn't show up to the birthday party i'll i'll give you credit that usually happens and let me tell you the worst thing to happen cakes was fondant fondant is the worst crap <laughs> i don't think i've ever had fondant fondant, fondant. i'm fondant. saying fondant fondant 
I'm just going to passive aggressively correct your pronunciation. Well, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's it's I'll I'll allow it. Matt, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Mm, uh, besides my birth, it's just a random toss up because I mean I love Thanksgiving entrees. Like I love dressing and I love I love all of the desserts that go along with it. You know, it's just like. I mean, you do get pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie at, like, Christmas, you know, in some families. I have that a lot at both, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But, you know, it's just that time of year, you know, you just get that meal. I feel like we just can't right. ever have any other time. It's food. Food is Thanksgiving yeah. for me. It's a day always. of food. Day of food. I want to know what it's like for your birthday to be on Thanksgiving. Yeah, how does that feel? So I guess, like, all your birthday and Thanksgiving presents are just consolidated into one. Is there such thing as Thanksgiving presents? Do you not get Thanksgiving presents? I don't get Thanksgiving presents. Well, I used to get Thanksgiving presents. What have Thanksgiving I been missing? <laughs> Unless the food is the present. Technically, you know, when you get up to my age, that's all it is really now. Is you don't really get much presents on your birthday, especially when it's on Thanksgiving. I mean, this has only happened to me, like, just a random few times in history. Right. Like every, like... Six or seven years or something? Uh, it's a little it's a little sporadic. It goes like from six to seven, and it takes like a bigger gap. Okay, so my birthday's on Thanksgiving this year. The last time it was on Thanksgiving was 2008. Yes. And that one wasn't too festive because I was sick on You were we spent it in my basement at my parents' house. Yeah, I do remember coming over to your basement, though. I've seen the pictures. There's a lot of pictures. Yeah, I was on drugs. We looked through uh, my dad's records, as we always do when we're in the basement. Yeah, that's the going thing for Patrick's basement. The albums of wonders and whatever down there. Before 2008, uh, it was on 2003. I don't really re recall too much stuff on that one. And probably from there, I think 97 was my... Yeah, 97 was hmm. one, one year that one birthday was on Thanksgiving. Matt's pretending to... Uh search through his memory banks but he has this all written down in front of him i can't wait yeah. till a few future episode and we can go back and see if everything that he's saying is true <laughs> we're gonna go look at, at the calendar calendars of the past to see if matt's facts are in fact factual you've well, subscribed to matt facts well the problem is <laughs> before i came on today you wanted me you wanted to talk about my birthdays on thanksgiving but the fa the the pure fact is they're not as exciting as you would hope to think they are i think that's because you haven't made an effort to make them exciting no but when you have debbie downers like you around my birthday every year you're just like oh you mean you mean people like me who have a problem with celebrating your birthday week uh, yeah well when my birthday's on thanksgiving a lot of times you have to celebrate it more than one day and we have a new guest in the studio who just wandered out of the dining room of the poontoon studios he is currently eating a piece of pumpkin pie. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Harrison Bostwick, H.P. Stacks. What's up, buddy? Nothing, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's good to finally have you in a more, uh, traditional PatCast setting. Yeah, I'm really excited because I think that I've actually only been on the one PatCast, mm -hmm. and I think it was on Patrick's wedding. I don't know that I've ever actually been on anything else, have you I? Were, yeah, a recorded version of it you was, was on the 50th. Oh, that's so. right. That's right. Absolutely. I so forgot about that. we've really been, you've gotten the slow build here because you've yeah. gotten the recording and then like the small segment and then now you're actually just on the get on on the show in the studio yeah i mean really it's been a long time coming now since it's thanksgiving you know dr kenny really wanted to have you on so we could do this segment that we've been hyping this entire episode dr kenny why don't you uh start us off here harrison 
did you have any turkey uh, for Thanksgiving dinner? Hell no. And why is that? Because it is the worst meat. It's the worst meat ever. I mean, it's just, it's gamey. It's dry. I don't think anybody actually knows how to cut it or, or cook it. Nobody knows how to cook a turkey. Uh, that is, it's the worst. It, it's, uh, it's, I assume, I'd like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and assume that it's very difficult to cook. Oh yeah, I'm sure. It's absolutely terrible. And I, I gotta say that one of my favorite Thanksgiving traditions is exchanging whatever quip you and I have about <laughs> turkey each Thanksgiving. Yeah. From, uh, uh, some of my favorites. I think my favorite from you was, uh, I just had the worst chicken of my life. Turned out it was the best turkey of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. That is that that was true because it was cut. It was already cut and it was laid in a in a dish, um, you know, like a serving dish. And I got it out and I was like, man, this t chicken is terrible. Like it's dry. <laughs> it's just like it's just it sucks. And then it turns out it was turkey. The most frustrating so. thing about the turkey Thanksgiving tradition is how blindly every American seems to follow their love for turkey. Everyone claims to love turkey. But nobody actually does. I'm convinced that nobody actually enjoys turkey because yeah. over the years, since my first conversation with you about this, I have discovered several other people in my life, from my mom to Christy to others, who don't like turkey either and have never bothered I didn't realize to Christy didn't like turkey. I just found out oh, about man. this a couple months ago. And it kills me because like, I'll, tell, I'll tell people all the time, they're like, that is un-American. There is nothing un-American about that. Let me tell you what's American, eating something delicious on, yeah. on, on a great holiday about food. You know what I had last Thanksgiving? What's that? I had pork ribs. I had spare ribs. I love mm, this. Yeah. Oh, I love man. This. I spent my Thanksgiving working the smoker, you know. Fuck yeah. And they were delicious. They were much better. Than a nice, tender, juicy yes, meat. and they fell off the bone. Flavorful. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about about turkey is that you'll get people too. You know, the other day I was telling somebody like, oh, yeah, but have you had turkey from like, from like Bojangles? Right. Yeah, I actually have. And it's not like the worst thing, but it's not even a damn turkey. It's just like something that's been basted and like filled with artificial right, yeah. flavors. And, and by the exact same token, you always, every time, and this happens in the cake argument too, because people are like, when I tell them, when I tell people I hate cake, they're like, ooh, what about, what about a nice German chocolate or something? <laughs> like, this always happens when I say I hate turkey. They say, oh, what about deep fried turkey? And I'm like, if you think, deep fried turkey is a absolutely delicious version of turkey. Yeah. And still a terrible way to cook meat. Yeah. Do you ever wonder why we don't where we go all year without eating turkey at I any other point? I was going to say that nobody ever eats turkey except if it's on their chicken, subway sandwich. Chicken, beef, ham, like this stuff gets <clears throat> eaten every day of the year. Yeah. Turkey gets eaten like twice. I know Taylor says, well, yeah, because you saved the most delicious meat for one time a year. That's complete that bullshit. If it was any good, we would eat it all yeah. the time. Yeah, and um, Can, I'm gonna interject. Oh, Go, right right ahead. Go right ahead, and, Turkey uh, Defender. You know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play antihero here. I also have a uh, situation where you know my girlfriend doesn't eat red meat or pork, so turkey is a high substitute in her diet. So are you're you talking about deli turkey? Not necessarily. You cook turkeys for you and Lauren. You get a twenty-five pound butter ball. How's, how's deli? Is deli turkey not as dry and gamey? You don't think is no, like regular turkey? No, it's slimy. It is. It is. It is. So but it's completely coated in. There's shit. not. There's not a deli meat on earth that tastes like its real world counterpart. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're not very clear. You're just saying you strictly just don't like turkey for Thanksgiving. That's I'd, it. Yeah. No, that's fine because that's the only time of year we yeah. eat it. So okay. if we can get rid of turkey on Thanksgiving, we pretty much get rid of turkey. Well, yeah. I will say this too. 
last Christmas, uh, me and Lauren and her grandmother went and ate at the Chattanooga, and they had turkey that was like slow cooked, like crock potted. How was that? It was moist. It wasn't dry, and it was very flavorful. Uh huh. And I will say that's probably the best turkey I've had, like on a holiday. What about dry turkey? Dry turkey just blows. Period. First of all, dry turkey is redundant. Yeah. Secondly, <laughs> do you really think that that turkey that you had at the Chattanooga was better than Popeye's chicken? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, I don't know. Popeye's I don't know chicken? That. I don't know about that. Oh yeah. Uh, When's the last time you ate at Popeye's chicken? Uh, two months ago. Are you kidding? For me? the Oklahoma game, I went over to Brandon's and I got Popeye's on the way. Oh, there you okay. Go. The time before that? Uh, probably about. Two weeks before that, Matt, you you do realize you're Since catching when me. When have you substituted? You realize Popeyes you're catching me on the tail end of a fried chicken phase. So oh my this God. isn't a good hey, time. Hey, fried chicken, real quick. Have yeah. you ever had Lamar's fried chicken? Mm, no. Oh man, we're going one night. Have Is you been to delicious? Lamar's? No. I've never oh been my God. Lamar's. Ask him too if he's had Champy's fried chicken. He had champions. Yeah, I've had that mediocre bullshit. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'd rather absolutely, eat absolutely. <laughs> I'd rather eat turkey. I'd say that the sign on the top of the restaurant should say "World's Most Mediocre." Chicken. Yeah, champions isn't the greatest. Lamar's, on the other hand, is really good. Yeah, you, you like uh, dimly lit dining rooms with uh, crushed velvet wallpaper. That's what I'm looking luck. for yeah. when I'm eating chicken. You're not allowed to like have sex on the couches. There's signs clearly posted. They have leather couches that says "No sex." No sex in the dining room. Yeah. Speaking of sex, episode sixty-nine is our next episode stay tuned next week continue turkey i don't know sorry i've derailed that conversation no it's fine turkey turkey absolutely needs to be abolished we need to we need to take off the blinders as americans yeah. and realize that we have options on thanksgiving yeah. that we don't need to blindly adhere to tradition see turkey's kind of like the beatles everybody says they love the beatles mm -hmm. I don't know that they actually do. I think that everybody just, that's just the thing that you're supposed yeah, to say. Yeah, you appreciate you're the to, culture yeah. surrounding the Beatles. Yeah. You get told, you get inundated with this uh, <clears throat> narrative that the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. So you yeah. just kind of go along with it. Yeah, I think that's kind of turkey. I think you people grow up with that. I think people, you know, you grow up and your parents are like, here's some turkey, here's some turkey. And then you're like, ah, this is a thing you're supposed to do. But you never actually like it. Every year I give it a little try. Every year I'm like, I'll just pull little pieces off. Yeah, I'll like, see. Like candy corn. Yeah, like exactly. Like candy corn. You forget how much you hate it every year. And yeah. Like, and then you're, you you try it again. Yeah. You're quickly reminded. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so every year I'll take a little bite. I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's the ham? My favorite part of Thanksgiving uh, and this has become my own private Thanksgiving tradition in my mind, is when my aunt walks around my grandmother's house trying to uh, give away the turkey, saying, hey, does anybody want to take this home? It makes me laugh every year that you can't give that shit away. No, nobody actually wants it. And then the worst, this is what also sucks about turkey, because you get one of those 25-pound butterball uh, turkeys, mm -hmm. and uh, and then you have 24 pounds of turkey <laughs> in the fridge when it's done, you know? Right? Because everybody's just, yeah, everybody, go look at everybody's plate on Thanksgiving. First of all, there's already too much shit yeah. to put on the plate. But turkey, I mean, makes up Why a small fraction. Why would you use any, any space at all for that, though? I don't even eat meat at Thanksgiving anymore. I, I'm there for the sides. Unless, of course, I've made... Uh, made ribs i was gonna say like if sometimes my uncle brings a ham but that's you're playing russian roulette if you expect him to bring a ham so yeah the, the, usually i just go vegetarian with my 
Thanksgiving plate because the, the, the turkey's by far the worst part of it. I would call turkey similar to Moe's chicken overpoweringly bland. It ruins the whole thing. Oh, meal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, turkey's not for me. I get that, man. And it's good to finally get this out. Yeah, it really it's good. is. It feels good to be free. Yeah, my, absolutely. My wrists and ankles feel so light now that they're not bound by the chains of poultry. Now that you have yeah. been forced. Forever live swine. Turkey. Forever yeah. live swine. Um,. So anyway, uh, the second Thanksgiving topic that I wanted to talk about, and this is a good uh, way to end this episode. You and I had a uh, wonderful moment. The greatest, every, I think everybody would agree that there's one Thanksgiving song that kind of stands out above all else, right? That yeah. being Alice's Restaurant. Yeah. And we we had a uh, wonderful moment. The Matt, all three of us were here. Were you and, there, Matt? Yeah, Matt was there. Okay. I was. And Corey Panner. Yeah, I, saying, I knew Panner was there. Uh, this happened in 2008, I want to say. Yeah. Um, I was working at Stone Cup coffee shop and matt and harrison came over to say hey and me and cory panner were working and a homeless guy i assume he was homeless he looked yeah. homeless he had all the familiar symptoms of a homeless man this guy he came in and we were in the middle of a conversation like the four of us were all sort of engaged at the same time in a conversation and the guy just kind of like sticks his head into the middle of us and just goes hey do you guys know where alice's restaurant is yeah and like record scratch yeah like, we all just stopped and looked at him like what yeah and he goes do you guys know where I can find Alice's restaurant? We all were taken off guard, and we were like, what What did you say? And he was like, yeah, I hear you can get anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were about to respond, like, we were, because we were kind of in shock. And Corey Panner just, like, immediately jumps into, like, manager action. Yeah. just goes, hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and me and Harrison were just looking at each other, like, this yeah. guy's just having fun. Like, Corey, yeah. you know tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't know. And I remember, you know, you know, he was like, hey, you know where Alice's restaurant is? I, you, I, you can get anything you want and eventually you know i was like uh yeah it's you know arlo guthrie yeah it's arlo guthrie yeah it's arlo guthrie and you know he laughed but mm -hmm. i don't know that's kind of an obscure reference if you don't listen to kz 106 every thanksgiving <laughs> or you know i love arlo guthrie and i love i love woody guthrie yeah um and so like i you know i knew that because i grew up with it but you know i don't know i don't know that most other of our friends would know. I don't know. I I I think that it's well. I I assume that it sort of transcended whatever niche it originally uh, lived in, and it's sort of become a part of the cultural consciousness. But maybe maybe not. Maybe it's still sort of a. Maybe your parents have to tell you about it for you to know what it is. Yeah, that was that was actually probably one of my favorite not only Thanksgiving stories, but. Favorite things that happened and like just in a random occurrence. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, because it's like when when does somebody walk in and just like say random? Because it made sense. I mean, like it made sense if you knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And then when you can answer him right. in the same context using the same lyrics, and then right. you know, and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I thought that was really great. On the next podcast. Oh my gosh, I just I just got word, uh, Doctor Kenny. I just got word that. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, did he just walk in to the to the Poontoon Studios? Is he is he there to wish Matt a happy birthday? I'm sorry, no, that's Ronnie Widener. No. Oh, oh, it no. looked it looked like Dusty Rhodes. No, that's Ronnie. Are you sure it's not Dusty Rhodes? I'm almost positive. He he resembles Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Matt, We've Matt's been saying that for years. It. Can we get can we get a word from Dusty? I really don't know. <laughs> What I'm supposed to do here? Not even on my birthday. I'm not not even on the podcast. I can't get your... Dusty Rhodes. Organ grinder monkey. <laughs>